Hello, everyone. My name is Wa. And I'm Chris. And welcome to DocuSweeties. We are two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and on today, DocuSeries. Yes, honey, but through our own lens, which is a little salty, a little bitter, a little spicy, a little hot at the end of the day. Also kind of sweet. We are so excited to bring you episode two of The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Oh, she Honey, got it. I'll, I'll, for some reason, there's, there's a whole other either documentary or movie called The Most Hated Man in America. And that's for a different time and day. But because that sounds like this one, I've said it wrong each and every time I've ever said it. And so for the podcast, Waz been saying it. And this time she was like, do you want to try? And I have believed in myself. And you know what? This is testimony to always believe in yourself because you can right your own wrongs. You can do it. All right, honey, let's talk about this horrible person and the shit he did to women for another 30 minutes. Look at this <sighs> asshole. Look at this douchey asshole. Fuck, Ugh, you. Fuck like, you. And he even says in episode one, I think that he has a small penis, but because he- He did? Yeah. He said he has a small penis. If he said that, you know it's a micro dick. It is a micro pencil. Like, it is a golf pencil that has been used game after game. I mean, it's... Oh, my God. I hate that man so much. And you know what we what we never talk about? Like, we've seen season episode one and we've seen episode two. And then we've been introduced to this girlfriend in each one of them. And we hear about the antics. And we're going to hear about more antics that this man does in this episode. And we think... Where is his girlfriend throughout all of this? She's in the background supporting him, but like physically, where is she? And mentally, where is she? That she could be with somebody who had done all this. And then he's like sleeping around. It's like, she was just like a glorified groupie. Yes. And the way she talks about it is like, it was love at first sight. Like they met each other and there was like this instant connection. Was she with him while he was doing all this wild stuff? I thought she was in school studying design or something. Anyways, getting ahead of myself. So- Mm -hmm. Now, now this is episode two and Charlotte, is, her back is up against the wall and she wants to find out things about Hunter and she wants to make his exploits known. And she's already written a book, girl, because she was a party girl. And uh, so she has her own little money tucked away. So what she does when she's on vacation one time is she goes into like an internet cafe and she uploads a blog about Hunter and exposes him. But his group of people, the family are so quick that they end up taking down her blog in like, I don't know how long, I can't even tell you, but very quickly. Yeah, I mean, listen, kind of to be honest, Charlotte, was this the only blog entry you've ever had? Because I want to hear Charlotte's sexploits. I just want to feel like, you know, she has such good stories of, that is probably in the book. I probably should just write the book or read the book. Uh, well, you can she, write it too. You want to rewrite I, her book? You just want to read I it. I want to write re-write my own it. book. I want to write my own book about having read her book. It's like <laughs> I want to write a book essay about her book and all the crazy shit she did in the 80s and whatnot, 70s, 80s. But yeah, she is, it's interesting because we are already on her side and it's, she's just so naive of how internets work she's just like so excited to make this like charlotte law's blog spot and like publish she's probably like oh look what i'm doing oh it's so easy and just like she like pushes it and refreshes 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 like in my mind i was like well did you even like tweet about it or anything but like she didn't have to what honestly happened is you know the family those assholes have like google alerts set honey just like like i do for myself do you have a google alert set for yourself Juan? 
well, I guess you don't really love yourself. Anyway, you should look into that. I'll do one for you. I'll do it for me and I'll do it for you. So anyway, yeah, the blog spot, obviously, is we get hacked or whatever, as we've talked about. Um, and she's like, all of, all of my work done. But you know, here's the thing about Charlotte is that she, she can hold a good woman down and she's doing everything. She's trying all the tactics. She's like get, doing this. She's been talking to all these women, carry, getting all of their stories, opening a Google doc and putting their pictures in and their stories in and like, you know, how their, how their things happen. So she has like so much information. She's just waiting to give the right person or whatever. And the right person could be coming along at the same time you know hunter unfortunately is like gaining internet fame you know he has a lot of like likes and followers and tweets like people are tweeting him or whatever and like it's a little bit of an underground scene this whole scene you know and so it catches the eye of the village voice which was an alternative newspaper in new york um the village voice from rhyme redheads um to any passing fan they're being an us for once instead of a them La Vibohem. You guys know it. This is some straight New York shit. Okay, so anyway, Village Voice, of course. Michael Musto, we all know him, especially from EBE days. So God bless. But we meet Camille Vodario, and she decides for this documentary to wear like a bejeweled, jeweled, blue tone shirt, and then wear like a string of like Mardi Gras fake pearls that are just going to like nestle in that shirt, honey, all day long. And you know, this is why I'm a horrible person, because oh, okay. based... I wonder what she looked like when she was Me hanging too. out with Hunter. Me too. Because based on what Hunter yes. seemingly surrounds himself with, the type of women, she doesn't seem like she falls into that category. And if she did, it was strategic to her reporting ways because she was able to be there and witness a lot of shenanigans that I don't know that any sane individual who was committing crimes the way he was committing crimes or like being a jerk the way he was being a jerk would allow a reporter just to like be around, but she was here for the ride and she was very excited to be a part of his little entourage. It felt like, it felt like everybody who kind of had a part in dealing with Hunter was somehow attracted to him, even yes. though like that one photojournalist, the one with all the tattoos, Mike, something or other, like he was like, yeah, what Hunter was doing was terrible, but also crazy. And I'm like, you liked it. Yeah. Everyone, listen, he, there is something magnetic about Hunter now. Thank God we don't know him. So we don't, we think he's a douche. But at the time there was something that is engrossing cult-like figure, iconic in such a way where you are around his energy or his charisma or like the scariness or the mystery, the, the danger that he presented, whatever it was, I guess was intoxicating because this you know, this village voice lady gets taken for a ride and literally like, you know, and also at the same time, we have to know this, like Hunter, knowing that the village voice reporters there is like going to put on even a bigger show. Like he lives for this. Like this is someone who has like absolute sociopathic psychotic disorder. I'm sure he's so like a narcissist. I'm sure it's like feeding a part of him. So I don't know if she, you know, has to play a part or whatever, but like he's partying. They like get a limo off the street in New York. They all pile in this limo. Like at one point Hunter starts making out with a girl girl then making out with his guy friends and then starts begging another girl to like have sex with him and that girl's like no 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 and this Camille girl's like just writing about it He's, it was crazy yeah and I'm just like I don't understand how that this is just a completely different world now not to say that I couldn't get soaked up in something like this like honestly like when the whole R. Kelly situation came out and I did that very sentimental piece about it on my YouTube channel just call me Wah, I was like I could that could be me 
And it's just because it couldn't be like, I, I see Hunter and I think stranger danger, you mm -hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I see R. Kelly and I would not have thought that. So it's like, I do understand if, if, if the circumstances were right, how I could have been caught up in this, but also no, I, I could not. I, as soon as there was like doing Coke, I just, I'm out of that. I don't want, I don't want anything. I have a family. I have a, like, I have a, a, a clan, you know what I'm saying? There's like, I come from people and yeah. I can't have any of that ever coming out ever. I it's, would die. It's a lot. I think a lot of through this documentary and uh, it's very few and far between. Do we even hear about his parents? Like, you know, like obviously Charlotte calls his mom in her workplace in episode one. And we don't even know like what that workplace is, but I long the entire documentary be like, what the hell does his mom think? Like, what is, what, how did they raise this person? Like this person is only longs to do the worst things possible for attention and doesn't care who he hurts or what happens along the way. And it wants to do all of the drugs is just like a crazy addict. And his parents know about it. And they support him and they bail him out and they do all these things. And it's just so confusing because like, but here's the truth. I know women like this. I think honestly that there are, parents out there who can't fathom their children's poor behavior and so they believe them the same way charlotte believed her daughter when her daughter said that she didn't put them pictures on the internet is the same way that his parents probably believed him mm -hmm. when he just said mom i'm being sent these and i'm putting it out on the internet like it's the internet what am i supposed to do about it but the mother isn't getting emails from people begging to that her to have her son take down like I'm pretty sure if the mother read any of the people reaching out, she would have been like, oh, Hunter, stop that. I imagine that she didn't. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because I just can't imagine people being this horrible, but maybe they're just as horrible. Who knows? Yeah. So basically, especially because he goes on his first national television show, which is Anderson Cooper. And he goes on, I think, to... Justify. Be cool, yeah. be uh, be famous and be cool. And whether he has a wherewithal of how he's going to come off or if he cares or if he feels like it doesn't make a difference, he comes off as being horrible, which is the yeah. truth. Yeah, and it's because Anderson Cooper is good at his job Yeah, and paints a very specific picture. And Hunter is unable, is not a schmoozer. He's not a finagular. He is, but not in that minute, like upper crust Anderson Cooper way. Right. And so Hunter is unable to take himself out of making of being looking like a jerk. Right. Yeah. 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 The audience is behind Anderson Cooper when he's like, but, but, you know, Hunter, you're doing this and you're ruining lives. And Hunter's response is, well, they shouldn't have taken those pictures. That's not my fault. And everyone's like, no, no, no. You don't get to walk away and just say that. And I honestly think that I have an inkling of a memory of this situation happening in real life. Like, I think I remember Anderson Cooper's point of view. And I remember the term revenge porn when it first came out. And I remember like snippets, but not knowing that it, it came from a very specific place. Mm -hmm. I just remember when I first heard the word and I heard that there were people out there putting videos up or pictures up of ex-lovers nakedness and then, you know, it being coined a term. 
God, you know, it's so interesting. It's all the flashbacks and the pictures and stuff really take you back in this documentary. It's so specific. So it does feel familiar, but like also unfamiliar. But he really shoots himself in the foot there because he, you know, like gets people to realize how horrible he is. You know, everyone on the internet has an opinion, but we get introduced to James. And James is an ex-Marine, Marine? Army. Uh, he's definitely ex-military. Marine. Okay, I think it was Marine too. And he specializes in internet hacking also just smart internet work i don't have to tell you my loves like he's just good at it james is a tech guy he owns several companies and he's really good at the legal version of hacking mm -hmm. uh, and he has a lot of friends in high and low places mm -hmm. and so he comes across this case and he realizes that hunter is a bully and yeah. he starts to hear charlotte and he's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't, no me gusta. I don't like bullies. And, you know, Hunter, I mean, James is a man who's living his own life with his wife and kids. Like, mm -hmm. he doesn't have to do any of this. But because he sees this man out there bullying all of these women and taking advantage of them, he decides that he's going to jump in the fray and he reaches out to Charlotte to let her know that she's not alone and that he's going to do everything in his power to help her. And Charlotte, along with the F, ends up going to the FBI and the FBI picks up her case, right? And with that, they are partnering with a woman by the name of Wendy Wu, who mm -hmm. is, I think, the attorney general or somebody in something, attorney, some kind yeah, of lawyer, mm -hmm. something like that. Not the attorney general <laughs> of the United States. I, that, district. No, district, yeah. yeah. And so now the FBI is on the case. James is on the case. But the FBI is like, Charles Charlotte. isn't. Charles is not on the case, honey. Charles, Charles on that couch waiting for his tea honey is it 4 yeah. p.m yet yeah i mean like <laughs> it's crazy that her husband is still not on the case like he's he's like done his bare minimum and he's backed out again but anyways so the fbi takes all of charlotte's documentation i mean this woman has a dad's documentation okay google documentation just so much they give her she gives them files of like jpegs and information of like all the women who were possibly hacked and that's where the fbi goes hacking we can handle because that is illegal. Mm -hmm. And so the FBI takes it, but they say, you know what, Charlie, you got to back out now. You have to let us do our job. We can't have you sleuthing and providing us information. We, we need to get it pure. We need to get it from the source. So back down. But Charlotte is like, oh, I'm not going to back down. But mm -hmm. she also doesn't get involved in there. She gets updates from the FBI every once in a while about how the case is going, but it's moving really, really slow. And she doesn't want to let the women think that she's off the case. So she's continuously doing stuff. She's working with James. You know, she put out her little blog. That didn't work. I love the fact, you know, she really also takes into account her responsibility where she wants to provide emotional support to this to these women. She feels like just being able to have someone in your life who has gone through it and understands and is working towards getting your life back is like what she what these women need i mean you know so then we get to a point where hunter's under fire okay he's starting to realize that like him going on anderson cooper wasn't the best thing to do he doesn't know how to get out of it and so james jumps on that james is like look sell me is anyone up.com and and get out of it because right now let me tell you i just like he so james pretends to be like a tech friend and he's like let me see your website let me see what's going on in there and when james goes on there and finds the child pornography he then says to 
Hunter, you got to let this go. There's child pornography on here. You're going to go to jail. You can't have this like this. And Hunter freaks out because he knows that the child pornography that he's been receiving is, is he shouldn't have and it's illegal. But James scares him. Mm -hmm. So Hunter sells because Hunter doesn't want to go to prison. Mm -hmm. And the whole time the girlfriend is just like, oh my God, Hunter was it's totally so scared. But then like, you know, he was mad at Charlotte and he would not let it go and i just didn't know what to do it was just i'm so embarrassed that i was a part of something as terrible as this she, you know yeah so we also have to bring up two other lovely victims danielle who is from product town honey but you know she has cute gray hair that's like in like a it's like a little poofy french up and then French bangs, you know, like that, you know, tiered French bangs, curtain bangs or some there and you kind of cut it down. I love that look. So she's super cute. And then we also have another girl named Kara who's from New York. And so Charlotte is like doing the most talking to them as well, which is, listen, really, you know, horrible. I don't know if she talks to Destiny. Does she talk to Destiny throughout this? Who is unfortunately called Butthole Girl? No, okay. not that I'm aware of at all. So then Hunter, after he sells is anyone up.com to James and James immediately links it to a website called bullying his fans Bullyville, go, yeah. Bullyville. his fans go crazy hunters a sellout we don't like him anymore blah 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 so hunter freaks out and he then begins a campaign on Twitter talking about he didn't sell out but he's still here and he's going to be DJing DJing around the world or around the country he goes on he just becomes a DJ and starts to party and so starts to get paid to go places to bring crowds and to party yeah and have women sniff cocaine off of his, his I'm sure penis. small and flaccid penis golf pencil dick no yeah he for some reason james who is like a superhero in this you really love james and james has who's a military person has great sound bites throughout he somehow also talks hunter into like writing an apology for his believable like post so like that also like made it you know hunter look like a beta <laughs> which makes me very very happy even though hunter is like tweeting or doing facebook posts about like this and that and it's just that he is you know so sad in real life so Hunter then goes on a campaign, not only with, you know, DJing around the country, but then he goes on a news outlet to talk about it. So he has several different, like, I think news outlets. He has like tears to it. He has like a, a like good news outlets, like Hunter, I mean, like Anderson Cooper. Uh -huh. And then he has like these, are they like pre-podcast? Are they podcasts before yeah. the podcast blew up? They are dumb male incel podcasts. Like, you know, like where like dudes can just like have do talk. And what it is, is some, it's always the same sounding podcast, literally to the point where throughout the stocky series, I can't tell you if it was different ones or he obviously had his three friends. It's always some guy be like, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> so tell us about going on uh, how how you feeling about what happened with Anderson Cooper and how things have changed now? He's like, man, this fucked up. Like, nothing's going to stop me. You know how much money I'm going to make if I show somebody getting killed on my website? <laughs> <laughs> You're so great, you know, Yeah, like, these guys, I mean, these girls just suck my dick. Like, yeah, I don't... <laughs> You're I so don't, cool. Yeah, it's just, like, crazy, isn't it? <laughs> but I'm still making money. I'm still here. They can't get me. I'm invincible. Like, no one's going to stop me, like, ever, bro. It's like that. And it's really fucking annoying. Yeah. And so he then goes on some way. I don't know where he goes, but this is what I have the soundbite of. It is, yeah, you know, I definitely have grown a lot. I've learned the era of my ways because, you know, I'm 26 now. And obviously when I started the site, I was 24. So I've obviously grown. What? And like, no, he hasn't. You, but like, like, not at all. And so then, so then the, when the website goes down, but butthole girl at destiny is sad because it was a part of her. And that's when I realized that, 
there is no amount of help that I could have offered that person. Like there part of me always wants to be like, Oh, if they knew me, <laughs> they, they wouldn't have done that because no. <laughs> I'm crazy. But like, see somebody who's just far gone. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's just like there, even if somebody were to have been there to stop her, she would still have done what she did because she I was so. so infatuated with Hunter. Yes. So her tears are real, but also like a part of me will just never understand it. Have you, yeah, I've known, I think I've known a couple of girls like this who are mm. just the frailest birds who mm. are just incredibly sensitive and emotional and longing, longing desperately for something that is intangible and ungettable. Yeah. So he then says, you know, I'm sorry if your daughter was cyber raped, but now she knows about technology. And then Anderson Cooper asks him if he's sorry. And he says he isn't sorry. And then he's like, wait, no, I mean, I am sorry. I am sorry. Oh, you know what, my love? This is where I mess up in the notes. So this is where it's Dr. Drew. He goes on Dr. Drew. Oh, so it's not Anderson Cooper. So he goes on Dr. Drew, you guys. Take that back. Well, there's no, he goes on two shows. No, I know. Okay. So he goes on Dr. Drew and he then tries to like apologize for mm -hmm. that behavior. And that's where he says, you know, I'm 24 now. I mean, I was 24 and now I'm 26. And, but you know, now your daughter knows, sorry, she was cyber raped. Like it's, it's so crazy. Cause in this current climate that we're in, like you could never say that. Yeah. And Charlotte gets to be like telegraphed in. And so he sees Charlotte's face and Charlotte, you know, I feel like he didn't realize that he'd have to come face to face with someone. And it's great because Charlotte is our queen, honey, queen Charlotte. I love you, Charlotte. Like if you know, you need anything, honey, Charlotte's going to get it done. And especially if it's getting into a party. So at this point, what's annoying is as horrible as he is, there's going to be people on the internet that watch him and are like, you're the best. Like you're, you know, like you're such a cool bad boy. Like <laughs> it's crazy to me that people are just like, get him Hunter. You show them who's boss Hunter. Yeah. Fuck the man Hunter. And it's like, y'all, this man is ruining lives. Don't pump him up or like at all. You guys are all sad and sorry. Like sad and sorry, please. Yes. I'm sorry. Now, while we're watching this also, we're in episode two, we're like, okay, well, obviously Hunter hasn't been involved in this uh, documentary as of yet, in the sense that we haven't seen him. We don't know what this recent picture looks like. We don't know one thing that happened to him. And it took all of me want not to like Google, but F is Hunter Moore now. Like what happened? Like, what does this tool look like now? Like I want to know so bad yeah. or whatever. And I didn't, I mean, we're not going to say anything, but like, I just want you to know that I was thinking about it. So if you're thinking about it, you're not alone. That I didn't. Cause I don't want him to ever, I don't want, no, I don't. I knew that. it'd be ugly. That's why I just want to see he looks like ugly now. He's ugly anyway. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, not that he was ugly, uh, pretty no, he's ugly. Then, he's but ugly. I know, but like, yeah, he's getting more followers. They, they have a lot of his uh, tweets, which are always just like you, all the dudes want to be me and all the girls want to fuck me. Like, versions of that just always over and over and over again anyway it's such a specific community like <laughs> here's the truth like i watched this whole thing and i didn't see i saw two black people and they were partying with him but I, after that I, I said oh this is not my culture and i love there's i love when there's moments when i see things and i go oh this is not uh, my culture and that's why this didn't happen to me or that's why like i didn't know anything about this and it, it's so unfortunate to the women who got caught up in this it's, I mean, just so, because so, it could have been me, but it, it wasn't. Could have been you. I have 
just a quick question to ask you in the vein mm-hmm. of like two friends like hanging out. Would you rather kiss out of the guys in this in this docu series Jeff Kirkpatrick, who is the FBI agent, who is the FBI agent, Mike, the former scene kid, or James, James, the- James, <laughs> or Charles, James, <laughs> the- <laughs> or Reza, no, Reza stop. Tor. Okay, James, I mean, James, James, you- James, James, James are- is hot. You know, what? James. So- first Lord. of all, James has made a lot of money. Like he's like. First of all, I think that if you're in the military, it's sexy. I think it's sexy because I think that means that you are like at least have been trained to be a good guy. Whether you have, and by good guy, I mean, oh God, this is gonna be. There are values of the military, like showing up and discipline and having your brother's back and like being, you know, like, you know, like having values, you know, and now listen, not, it's not always great. And there's a lot of like abuse that happens in the military. And yes, you have to like learn how to kill someone. So that all isn't great. But also at the same time, I'm so thankful that we have a safe country. So it's, you know, I think it's overall a hot thing to tell me that you have been in the military. It makes me happy. Having said that, it's also hot when you tell me that after your military career that you started several businesses and like just make a shit ton of money and you look like James. And James, it's hot. He's a hot man. What? Yeah, so that's the end of this episode, y'all. <laughs> oh, I was going to give you a chance to tell you why, why you want to have sex with him. No? Oh, no. Okay, great. That's the end of this episode, episode two of The Most Hated Man on the Internet. <laughs> now, having said that, if you want even more of us and this episode, you are welcome to join our Patreon, which gives you access to our unedited... So... It's my job to talk about Patreon. She keeps jumping on the Patreon bank. It's her job to talk about social medias, okay? Mm-hmm. And she just won't. Bye. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode. Please go on ahead and, you know, like give us some five stars or some, you know, whatever, if you like what we're doing on Apple or Spotify podcast. But if you're really into us and you want to support us, please go to our Patreon and join it for just $10 a month. That is patreon.com slash docusweeties. You're going to get these episodes early. You're going to get a visual of us along with the pictures. And who knows, depending on how many subscribers that we get or pledgers or patrons that we get on Patreon, we might have some lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We could do lives now, except for there'd be one person watching and that would be weird. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> please support us if you can. And Chris is here to talk to you about our... Social. social medias hi guys if you want to follow us on instagram twitter tiktok or facebook uh you can from the following this is how tiktok is docu sweeties too and everything else is docu sweeties so you can just go ahead like our stuff go ahead and comment follow tell us what you think we're posting fun things specifically on instagram we'll get better about other things and other than that we love you guys so much. Thank you for being here and listening. Yeah, we'll get better about those other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> it's true. Bye. Bye.